0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: What if you don't have or just don't want to use a long-range varmint rifle for predator hunting? Well, today I'm going to talk about several alternative weapons and setups. Hey, this is George Kanitas with the New Hunters Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel, helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. Today, I want to talk about some predator hunting options and alternatives to your traditional setup. Most people, when they think about predator hunting or they go predator hunting, they're using a long range varmint rifle 223, 22250, 204 Ruger. The list goes on and on. Of course, it doesn't have to be a varmint rifle. You can go out with a .30-06, but people are most often using varmint rifles, or at least rifles that come under the, quote, varmint category, which is basically a small, super fast-moving bullet with a flat trajectory that'll let you punch out a couple hundred yards. Now, why wouldn't you want to hunt with that rifle? Well, it's a great rifle, it's a great way to hunt, works good, that's why it's the number one way to hunt predators. However, not everybody has one. Not everybody wants to buy one. And some people just want to try other things. Maybe you've just hunted predators that way for a long time and you've it's you've well we'll just say it was too easy and you want to try something more challenging. You've you've built your skill level up. And you just live in an area where you've got lots of predators and you want something that's more challenging or you just want to try different things because, hey, reasons, whatever. So there are absolutely other ways and other weapons that you can use to hunt predators, but it requires different tactics. All right, you can't just sit back and glass them at two and 300 yards with a red flashlight at nighttime and some binoculars, call them into a decoy setup, and then shoot them when they get to 100 yards. You know, that's just not going to work for alternative options. So you have to think differently. But you absolutely can, and a lot of people do. This is not an unconventional idea. This is something that happens all the time. So probably the number two option to a a long-range rifle is going to be a shotgun. A lot of people have shotguns. You might have a shotgun, you don't have a good varmint rifle. Can you hunt them with a shotgun? You absolutely can, and lots of people do. So how do you set up a shotgun to do this? Well, a lot of people, uh, they like to use like a red dot or something, some kind of optic that gives them some level of illumination, and so they're able to see that red dot because it can be hard to see like a front sight, you know, like a bead or something. Um, They do make, though, a lot of nice, like, you know, uh, fiber optic type red or dots that you can put on the, as the bead on the front of the shotgun, which you can still see at night, night sights, something like that can work just fine. But the thing you got to keep in mind is you're not going to be shooting these predators most of the time at regular shotgun distances. You're not going to be shooting them at, you know, 25 yards most of the time. So you need to prep and train and have gear that's able to punch out further. You want to try to be able to shoot at 50 yards. That's sort of of the goal. Now you might say, well, my goal is to shoot him at 25 yards. Great. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to overestimate or you're going to either underestimate the distance or overestimate your ability or both. And so you think that coyote is at 25 yards, But he's at 50 yards, or he's at 45 yards, or he's at 75 yards. You might think, George, you couldn't mess it up that bad. You couldn't think it's 25 and it'd be 75. You've never gone turkey hunting, if you think that. You're in the moment, you've got adrenaline, not to mention it's dark outside and you're using special lighting and you're getting this close to a predator and you don't really know how big it is and you can absolutely blunder the range and distance by that much. Super easy to do. Happens all the time. Probably more often than not, people mess up the range than get it right. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of experience to get the range right. And even then, in those moments, experienced people can still mess it up. So you have to have gear able to shoot further than you plan to shoot or intend to shoot. So a good goal is the 50-yard line to be able to knock down a coyote with a shotgun. And how are you going to do that? Well, you're probably not going to use bird shot, right? You need something heavier. So buckshot is often preferred. Now, there's all different sizes of buckshot. People do double-lot buckshot. Personally, I'm not a big fan of double-lot buckshot for coyotes because at 50 yards, your pattern can be too big. It can be too easy to miss or to not get enough hits or not hit a critical area. So I like to go just a little smaller pellet so I get a few more pellets than that. Now, lead works fine. Some guys are out there now these days using tungsten, and if you're using tungsten, there are some serious advantages, all right? Um, You could probably use like tungsten BB shot, TSS BB shot, and that will give you ridiculous range, ridiculous range on a coyote or a fox or whatever. That'll let you shoot out. 50 or well well beyond 50 yards 60 70 80 yards maybe more and still have both enough pattern to easily hit them in many places and enough power to to knock them down so something like that now that is a really specialty application there all right so there's not a whole lot of companies that even make that and that is usually just a predator hunting round specific. And of course, those are typically going to cost you 10 to $20 a shot for, for that kind of ammo if there's any significant amount of payload. However, how many of these shots are you going to take in a given season? And that's still a lot cheaper than buying a new rifle. So something like that is an option. That's super high-end stuff. Um, you know, something that's maybe made a little more reasonable is your, you know, whatever it might be, number three buckshot or something like that. You still have a higher pellet count, um, but you're definitely big enough to do the job and certainly capable at 50 yards. Whatever you plan to shoot, you want to test it, all right? You want to make sure that you test it. You want to make sure that you pattern it and that you with whatever sight or optic system you plan to use you've tested it and if app if at all possible test it at night also right testing it during the day is one thing testing it at night you know that's that can be a different environment a different scenario so you want to try to do that pattern it both ways and so shotgun can be a great option of course if you have double up buckshot and that's all you've got, throw it in. It'll work. You, 50 yards might be a little far for you. Uh, so I might just try to shoot them a little closer. You know, But if the name of the game is use what you have, then what you have will work. And that's probably the best place for most people to start. You just really need to try to judge your range. So if you're able to set the field and you're going to use decoys in a call, then you want to have some sort of range indicator. You know, okay, this is 40 yards, this is 50 yards, this is whatever your max range is that you test and pattern with whatever materials that you're using. If you can shoot 80 yards, maybe you've got an 80 yard marker out there. Maybe you got a couple of them because you don't know if they're going to come in from whichever direction. So you have some sort of marker that you know that's maximum range. And once they get closer than that, I can take a shot. All right, so something like that is really important, and to bring them in, oftentimes very similar tactics to rifle shooting will work. You got a decoy, you've got a call, but what you do need more so than rifle shooting is more cover. Um, when when it comes to hunting them with a rifle, you know you've got a spot, you've got a, a, a red spotlight or green spotlight. Red is better, and that coyote is coming in and anything behind the the plane of distance where the flashlight is is essentially invisible to a coyote at range and essentially invisible to anything really i've done the test and so you can't it's invisible to people too whatever if that light is on you and in your eyes you can't see anything behind it so in a lot of ways the spotlight is all the cover you need Until you're trying to get these things in the twenty and thirty yards, and that they can they can just sense your movement, that you know, more cover is definitely helpful if you're shotgun hunting. Uh, Other options include bow hunting, and a lot of people more and more are bow hunting coyotes and bow hunting foxes and other predators. And so, if you're going to be hunting with a bow or a crossbow. In fact, crossbow may be the better option for most new hunters, be, and, and because it gives you a little bit more range.
0: Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: But if you're hunting with a bow of any kind, you don't have margin for range, Right. You know, with the shotgun, 50, 55, 60 yards might still be just as fine with the same load. With an arrow, that's the difference between hitting and missing. You know, that 10 yard difference could be a feet worth of drop. So you really need to get these things closer and you really need to know your range. And oftentimes I've seen, been seeing more and more people hunting them out of trees. And they've got their decoy on the ground. And they've got their their call on the ground. And they might even have the guy with the flashlight on the ground. And he's hidden in, brushed in. And then the person with the bow, they're up in the tree. Because they can get away with some more movement. They can, you know, coyotes aren't typically looking up. Now, if you've got the flashlight in the tree, I don't know that the tree helps you at all. Because they can see that light that light is detectable they just don't know what it is and they can't see you behind it and so if you're hunting them out of a tree with the flashlight in the tree i don't know how the tree helps you other than it sort of gets you off the ground i don't know um but people are doing it and it's working so uh, but it's a little tough to do that though because setting up a tree stand is a lot of work you can't adjust for wind very easily Maybe you're using a climber, but uh, you know, a lot of people are doing that and it's working. If you're hunting solo coyotes with a bow, you're doing a hard thing. You are doing a really hard thing. And so if you're doing that, you need probably two lights. You need a light on the bow and a light in your hand. And cause you don't want to have to point the bow to scan But you do need to have to put both hands on the bow to shoot. So you probably need to have two lights, one on each, and you scan with your hand. And then once you see them, you're coming in. Then you want to get the bow light on them. What's really important here and really difficult here is you have to keep the light in the eyes of the critter. If you don't, they can see you. The light, it blinds them. They can't see anything behind the point of the light. As soon as that light is out of their eyes, they can see you. You're, you're I won't say clear as day, but you, you are visible. And so you've gotta keep the light in their eyes. So then you have to shift. You gotta have a flashlight in your hand that's in their eyes and you have to move the bow light over and get the bow in their eyes and then put the flashlight down that's in your hands or jam it into a pocket, most likely, and then draw your bow, or if it's a crossbow, you know, shoulder it, take aim, and then fire. And so that is really hard to do. What often happens is people put the light off of the eyes to get the bow, get the other light on them, and boom, they're gone. They're gone. As soon as that light leaves their eyes, they're able to see you moving, and they're gone. So you gotta keep the light on your eyes. It's really hard to hunt predators at night by yourself. Now, some people I think want to be in a tree just to be safer, because they don't want to get these things in at 20 yards and get attacked. I get it, um, that's certainly legitimate. So, But it's much easier with two people. But with one person, it's really hard. You're talking about probably the highest level of challenge would be to hunt predators at night solo with a vertical bow. Now, crossbows are a little easier because you get a little more range, but you got to think here with a bow, you're trying to get them into 25 yards. You can't shoot them at 50. You're going to miss if you think that's... You're just... It's not really an option, and it's dark out and they're small, they're smaller than a deer, the vital zone is smaller than a deer. You're really trying to get these things in the 25 yards, which can be super difficult, especially with all of the, the the caveats and the whole scenario that I just laid out for you. Can it be done? Absolutely, it can be done, but you really need to practice. And, of course, you're only trying this just to see if you can do it, right? You're only trying this just because you want, you want the thrill of it. But you really need to be focused. Of course, the, you always have to play the wind 100% with predators. There's no option. Coyote's sense of smell is beyond the understanding of most people. They are truly fantastic creatures. that can smell things at fantastic distances, and and they're just they have such a tremendous sense of smell. I've done an entire episode just on their sense of smell. You can head to the website newhuntersguide.com, go to categories, go to predator hunting and see all the episodes that I've done on the subject thus far and of course in the future too they'll be posted there once they go live. Other options, unconventional weaponry. Handguns Handguns, some people will try do want to hunt coyotes with handguns. Um, most common is going to be a revolver, like your 357 magnum, something like that. Of course, you got to use whatever's legal in your area. but in a lot of places, you can hunt them with a 357 or any kind of revolver really. And so that's an option that is probably even harder than with a bow. Because with a bow, at least you can mount a light to the bow. You can mount a flashlight to the bow. With a handgun, you've gotta hold the handgun with two hands, especially something like a 357 Magnum. And then you also need to have a flashlight on them. And most handguns don't have a way to mount a a flashlight that's as big and powerful as you need for predator hunting. You can't just use this little, you know, 20 uh lumen flashlight it needs to be a serious powerful red flashlight that are you know usually you're at at least 500 to a thousand lumens now granted they don't you don't need as much power because you got to get them really close and so it's got as long as it's sufficient at you know closer range that can be enough but they're still large heavy flashlights And you really can't mount a large, heavy flashlight to the barrel of a revolver easily. So what do you do? Well, you maybe practice some way or another where your one hand holds the flashlight, but it works as a brace underneath your shooting hand. And so you sort of like have a tactical maneuver kind of thing going where you're holding the flashlight and bracing the gun with one hand. And if you can practice like that and hit something like that, more power to you. Usually you just need two people you got to have two people cuz you got to keep that light in their eyes and um a lot of people that are doing stuff like this they're really liking laser sights you know a a red laser is really something that they are appreciating and a lot of your revolvers they come with laser grips or options that they can mount a laser sight or something like that so those are relatively you know relatively effective There's something that you can use pretty well. Um, The thing is, though, man, your your range is really limited with a revolver, with a handgun of any kind. You know, 25-yard shot on a coyote at night, in the dark, especially one-handed or one-and-a-half-handed, is beyond most hunters' capability. Certainly not beyond most competitive shooters' capability, But the average hunter is not able to make that shot consistently and effectively. Um, With practice, you absolutely can. You can probably practice your way out to 50 yards, maybe a little bit further if you're an expert and you devote enough time and energy to it. But you got to think, all right, if you're just doing one and a half hands, that's really tough. And so that's a really specialized kind of practice. You have to practice that way. Now ideally you've got another person holding the flashlight, they're running the light for you, which is usually the case with predator hunting. But people that are doing stuff like this, they're just trying to make it harder and more challenging. And so you know that's another way to go about it. So you're doing something like that, you you need to practice, you need to get your range out, you need range markers. It's basically like archery hunting except harder at those ranges. And you just gotta practice. You probably want to use the just the most accurate ammo that you can. Um, of course, you know you want something that's expanding projectile on contact. You gotta drop this thing if you hit it. And so, options like that are doable. You know, cover is really really nice. Something you can rest the gun on is even better. Um, you know, some people they'll go out and they'll they'll set up inside a bunch of bales of hay or rest the gun on top of a bale of hay or something, especially those big round ones. A lot of those can be can be at the perfect height or will wear down to the perfect height. And so something like that can be really helpful. Some people like to use scopes. Um, if you got a good scope on a revolver and, and you're able to shoot well with that, by all means, that's, that's certainly a good option if you can get enough light in that scope to hunt at nighttime, um, absolutely. But the laser seems to be the best way to go so there you go three alternative hunting options i hope that's helpful for you guys make sure you head to itunes leave a review with comment number one way to grow the channel and help reach more people i really appreciate you guys thank you so much for listening till next time god bless you and go get them in the woods